Hello humans, hello humans. It's Wednesday morning, April 12th, uh, about 20 minutes before 8. Heading into town, do chores and stuff. All of our um, shopping needs. Looking at the sky, it's going to be a nice day. We've got uh, good sunshine, but they're spraying chemtrails, so they're up to something. <coughs> They're showing up. Oh, okay, hang on. Stuff sliding. There we go. Okay. What the hell? Oh, that's right. We've got new restrictions on our road out here. Speed-wise. Anyway, so, um just was thinking about a few things relative to uh, the ugly, including politicians. And um, in Washington state, we've got an interesting situation where 40 years ago, uh, they jiggered the vote and uh, we've been uh, captured by the, um, we were one of the first targets of George Soros. And we've been captured by him for over 40 years for by the WEF. Uh, they've paid for all of our politicians. They've moved us into this um, uh, socialist state. And um, when they started off, we had a, a surplus. I think it was like 12 billion in the state coffers. I mean, it was massive. It was a huge surplus. And um, uh, since we've had uh, our communist uh, dictator Inslee here, uh, the dickhead um, these past 12 years uh, the budget uh, uh, surplus has just eroded but they didn't spend it on anything useful right and so now they've got they're all, all the politicians here are really whipped up uh, all these um, legislators if you watch them on Twitter they're super super whipped up because they passed this middle housing bill is what they call it, middle housing, okay? And this is a scam. This is a, um, uh, a land grab for pushing people into 15-minute cities. What they want to do is to destroy all of the uh, single-family housing that would accommodate uh, three and four bedrooms and replace it with housing that is at most two bedrooms. And so you know where they're going with population, right? And then they... Um, uh, they want to shove them together so that there's not as much space. So you don't have yards, you can't get out and do stuff. Uh, you have no ability to like have a little garden or anything like that. Now bear in mind, our uh, cultural paradigm here is the um, reduction of farms down to a city plot. So over the course of time, everybody used to live on farms. We all grew our own food. Uh, all of this kind of thing and then eventually we started getting wealthy enough that we had excess food and we started being able to support cities and in the model for the city um, were those people that um, were living in uh, multi-occupancy buildings you know apartments etc nowadays condos and that sort of thing but also in what we called the suburbs so it was suburban, it was around the urban area, and it was sort of a blend 
between urban and small farms. It was people that, you know, wanted the small farm life uh, without having to tend livestock and all of that. They wanted the convenience of the city. And so that's how we ended up with this model that came in from like the 1860s uh, up until the 1930s or so. And since then, the politicians have been fucking with it. In any event, though, so our situation here is that our legislators are um, uh, all whipped up about this successful passing. And it's like, well, wait a second. You got a communist dictator governor, you got a communist house, and a communist uh, senate, and and you're and you still had to work to get this thing passed. So anyway, um, I've looked at it. It's a it's a really stupid bill. It even if we had a fully functioning economy and a non-communist economy, it would not aid the situation we have here in Washington State with all this massive homelessness. Now, so. Uh, our uh, communists have socially engineered that Washington State should be uh, the center of uh, homelessness in the United States. Uh, they've done everything they can with socially engineering for um, addictive drug use, for all of this stuff. I mean, and every single one of their actions goes towards this effort. So they are actually, um, uh, they want to be the final holdout here for uh, abortion pills, you know, you'll be able to come to Washington State and get abortion pills no matter what. They also want to be the final holdout for uh, chop your dick off surgery. You know, we'll do that that surgery here, even if gender affirming stuff, which is really horseshit, which is buying into and supporting Munchausen's with proxy. And I'm, I can't wait for the, um, I mean, it's just going to be a, a huge temporal marker when uh, we start seeing these uh, transition surgeons be shot. Okay, so that was a big deal in the altar reports, and I just didn't understand it at the time because the concept of a um, mass infection of um, Munchausen's by proxy leading to 20% uh, of the population identifying as uh, alternate deviant sexuality, and of that 20%, like a third or a half, um, shading towards... Um, tranny, which means basically mind-controlled, you know, non-functioning mentition, and under the control of someone else. At the time I was doing the altar reports, I had no concept that we were going to come into this this kind of a world. There were, were hints of it in the data, but of course it made no sense, absent understanding the uh, plan of the mother weffers at the time, and I did not, and so I was just looking at all these little things in isolation, as though they were all um, you know, organic and um, uh, independently arising and not part of a coordinated effort to bring down the U.S. So, for the Kazarians. So anyway, though, so here we are. Uh, we find ourselves with the politicians all whipped up about this housing bill that won't affect housing at all. And even if it was uh, a good economy, it would fail just because of what it attempts to do and the fact that the people that voted for it are normies. They think it's an organic thing. They've been sold. They're really kind of stupid. And it's they've been sold on these um, these ideas from the Mother Weff as being legit, you know, like uh, the climate crisis and uh, trans being legit and all of this sort of thing, right? And so, by the way, the states passed uh, laws that'll that'll have us be, Washington State will be the place where um, 
uh, teenage kids or anybody can come here as a child and be get a sanction or, or a sanctuary for having their dick chopped off or their tits cut out. Um, so, you know, so this is going to really increase, uh, you know, uh, runaway issues here in the state, uh, which we've got homelessness like you would not believe, okay? So if you think homelessness is bad in San Francisco, you ain't seen shit. Um, and it's, you know, the homeless people here are, uh, so far as I have encountered in like these last 12 to 15 years, homelessness in Washington state is, uh, I have never encountered a situation of homelessness here where it was not drug involved. Okay. Uh, where there were not addictive drugs as part of the, um, uh, the complex of behavior that leads to this condition. And of course, now the legislature here, they're not doing anything to restrict the drugs. They're making it, uh, you know, some of the counties and stuff are having to take individual action and put in county ordinances and stuff that you can't light up and do addictive substances on the street. And that that's a reason for them to arrest you and haul you off and, and seek treatment. But there's no prosecutorial uh, willpower here at a political level to do anything about this because this is the desired result of the Democrats. I mean, they actually want this, not the normie, stupid idiots that are elected. And you can see these guys, okay? So uh, one of the things I do is I do analysis all the time. So I got a list of all of the uh, Washington state legislators that have uh, Twitter accounts, and I went through and looked at the number of followers. And it's abysmal. It's terrible. It's horrid. So, so our state senator, Patty Murray, in uh, Washington, D.C., I don't think she's got half a million followers, right? Uh, shit, I've got a quarter of that on Twitter. Maybe a fifth, something like that. Anyway, um, so, you know, and I'm just some schmo out here on the, on the coast. And these guys are, are authority figures and, and um, this sort of thing. And most of our, our legislators in state uh, have less than 3,000 followers. Uh, on Twitter, which shows how much engagement they've got with their constituents and all of this. These people are simply uh, tools and are unaware of it. But the toolness of it is going to come to a real um, abrupt stop over the course of this summer. So it won't be a single day. It'll take the three or four months of summer. But we'll go to absolute deficits here in Washington State as the uh, currency crisis um, takes the next uh, step down and the against the Federal Reserve note and so on. Uh, so yesterday, I heard about it at 5.40 p.m. Um, the Chinese government dumped vast quantities of credit into their system. Vast quantities. All right, so there will be a move by individuals within and within the Chinese system uh, to take that credit that has been dumped into the banks, and so we're talking wealthy individuals will get it first, and they'll uh, spread it out, so to speak. But um, there will be a move to convert a lot of that to silver and gold. Uh, the Chinese are very much uh, metal-attached, and they really like silver. And so I suspect we'll get another big hit in the price of silver relative to just what has happened here uh, with the Chinese yuan and the credit that they put into their system. Now, the, um, 
the effect of the economic problems on our state uh, are totally unforeseen by all of these, um, uh, you know, 365 follower uh, legislators for our state, right? And and they think they're a big deal. They go into Olympia, you know, from some small county somewhere, and and you know they think they're actually doing shit. And in fact, they're just normies, and they're participating in the great theater. They're just not aware of it all. But they will become much more aware of it as things break down all through the nation, the globe, and particularly our state here. Uh, relative to the economics going forward. Um, it's it, difficult to express the depth of the uh, effects on our social order relative to the uh, currency coming undone and the um, emotional impact of it on people everywhere with the speed. Uh, so if, for instance, they'd had their nuclear war and we lost the nuclear war to China uh, because Hillary Clinton arranged that, you know, she would have been president. She would have arranged for us to lose the nuclear war with China and then would have told everybody in the United States, oh, well, we lost our constitution. Sorry, guys. You know, my bad, but you got to give up your guns and all the Chinese are going to come over here and collect them. Uh, but, you know, we lost the nuclear war and, you know, all you people are suffering and we got lots dead and so on. And so you got to do it. And at that same time, they would have done their great reset into the financial system. Well, they don't have that cover now, okay? Uh, the SOC has eliminated that possibility uh, from occurring and is um, actively uh, working to maneuver uh, unfolding events against the mother weffers and we see the results the mother weffers are going down they're uh you know by every metric uh they are dying now you know they're they're getting pushback on the trans thing everywhere we got pushback on the um uh, the climate stuff uh, showing up. The Germans are, you know, the, today one part of Germany is shutting down the last three nuke plants, and then there's three other parts of the German government. One of which is is with the EU uh, overall, and they've just abandoned the idea of electric vehicles uh, and their electric vehicle mandate. Now they abandon it with some weasel words because they're saying yes, you can still register. Um, uh, in internal combustion engines after uh, 2035, because that was their cutoff date, right? Here in Washington State, our nut job uh, communist uh, dictator says he wants uh, uh, no more uh, gas-powered, or no more combustion engines after 2030. And that ain't gonna happen. It's like, okay, if I can't register my vehicle after 2030, I won't register my vehicle and I'll deal with them trying to arrest me and cause me problems, right? And you know, I've got crypto, so I'm not gonna be poor. And so if we're still dealing with this shit at that point, uh, I will take what actions can be taken with the legal system. Knowing that my Supreme Court here is all communists and, uh, you know, most of the judges are compromised and this sort of thing. But that shit's changing. Uh, we're getting a real pushback. We're starting to get a, um, a backbone in the MAGA people here who have been uh, really beaten down by all the communists and socialists and trannies these last few years. And so we'll see some level of change. But nonetheless, the uh, finances of it all are going to totally undo all of the, the communists and the government and so on. Uh, so uh, when communism comes in, they actually do cause uh, economic 
problems in order that they might have control. Well, the economic problems that are nut jobs here in, in Washington state and by extension the other states in the union are causing are going to be superseded by the death of the dollar. And there's not a uh, an effective global political will to resurrect the dollar as we see. Nobody wants it, right? They're abandoning it like mad. <coughs> so we're going to get to a point this summer uh, where we'll have repudiation day and where all of them will just say, no, we don't want more dollars. We're sending the dollars back to you. Give us real stuff. And uh, that's going to cause massive uh, problems here in the U.S. that will lead to social change like you cannot understand and uh, will totally upend all of the uh, ideas that our uh, legislators here have in Washington State. None of their plans are going to work out. This is like um, the peak, right? It always happens that you do all of this stuff at a peak and then it all crashes. That's just the way universe is. It wants maximum novelty and so it does things to create it. Uh, it creates situations where we can have contention. All of our universe is binary. Hate to tell the non-binary folks and the trannies and all of that, you know, all of the universe is binary, and uh, this is the metaphor: as above, uh, so below. And so here we go into a, a situation where uh, we're going to get another aspect of binary. Right? You either have cryptos, gold, and silver, or you don't. And if you don't, you ain't got anything that'll spend uh, because the. Um, uh, the dollar isn't going to spend. It's going to have no purchasing power. And it's uh, getting worse all the time. More and more countries are uh, bailing on the dollar. I've got um, all kinds of people I talk to, uh, you know, via email in Russia, Turkey, uh, you know, South Africa, um, Australia, New Zealand, um, Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines, all over the place, right? The most, by the way, the most stable currency of the moment that I'm able to find just in terms of anecdotal uh, responses from people uh, is the Philippines. <laughs> so, And they do a lot of business in the Philippines in gold and silver. Uh, one of my contacts there is an expat um, uh, army guy, and uh, he's telling me that, yeah, he's uh, he bought a, a lot uh, from a local bank. Uh, this is maybe maybe nine or ten years ago, a local bank in, on the island, whatever island he's on, uh, not one of the main ones, he's often, it starts with an L, I can't think of it at the moment, um, uh, but he's off on this smaller island, and it, it's not that small, I mean, it's got a good-sized population and stuff, and they had a bank, and the bank was failing. Um, it had, the bank was failing because of uh, situations not related to its its economics, but it, to the personnel, right? It was owned by a family, it was a family bank, they'd had a um, uh, death in the family, and um, they were, uh, you know, fighting over the shares and stuff, and it didn't give anybody confidence, and so people withdrew their money, and the bank started to fail. Anyway, so uh, this friend of mine, he goes and um, uh, he found out they had a bunch of junk silver as part of their assets, and he bought it. And so he had had big sacks of, you know, silver dimes and uh, quarters and so on. And um, uh, he's been spending them out. And he's, he sends, spends them out as silver, not as dimes, not as quarters. And, and the local uh, shopkeepers, uh, you know, they weigh it out to make sure it hasn't been shaved. And then they give him the price of silver on it, uh, not the price as a dime. And so this has been going on for like last year. So he's, he's quite happy with all of this. Um, anyway, though, the economics 
relative to the government is going to be really strange because these people don't ever think ahead. As I say, most of them are simply mind-controlled normies, uh, you know, uh, all excited about being put into that particular role as a legislative authority and so on, right? Um, and they think they, they're hot shit. Uh, their experience is limited and they can't be blamed for that they're young and the universe hasn't cooperated by showing them a great deal but their imaginations are limited and they can be uh, to some extent uh, criticized for that uh, because they're not really looking at what could occur and what is likely to occur nor are they uh, thinking and plotting about the trends uh, that are actually occurring now, uh, de-dollarization and etc. right? And the rise in the price of silver and gold. So I'm suspecting that there will be a very uh, be a large uptick, 4 or 5% or more, in the price of silver over the next couple of days, and that this is um, uh, going to be a function of what the Chinese have done here. Uh, perhaps the Chinese have done this, uh, flooding their system with... Um, credit in prelude to the taking over of Taiwan. And that's going to be uh, a huge operation, okay? Uh, so the Chinese have had, uh, uh, the CCP has had some success in infiltrating the uh, structures in Taiwan, but not very much. So they'll get a lot of resistance. And here's the thing. Um, so it's known that there are biolabs in Taiwan just as there were biolabs in the Ukraine, and that uh, Taiwan is to China as Ukraine is to Russia, in terms of a base to attack the larger country from. And uh, Taiwan is run by the Khazarians, uh, who came in with Chiang Kai-shek. They were working both sides of it. So the Khazarians were helping Mao Zedong at the same time that they had Khazarians helping Chiang Kai-shek, the nationalists, and the, what they call it, the Kuomintang, uh, which was the Nationalist uh, Association. Anyway, um, so there's biolabs there, and they've got to, got, got to get rid of those things. Uh, in addition to that, um, the prize for taking Taiwan is the control of the global uh, chip market. So 87% of all chips on, on the planet are sold or traded or uh, fiscally encumbered through Taiwan. Um, so in other words, you could make chips here in the United States in, in a factory and sell to United States customers, but because of the nature of the chip industry and the financing and everything, your chip factory here in the United States is very likely um, uh, somehow uh, through a, a bond or um, debt instruments or technology swaps or something, it will be encumbered by a relationship with Taiwan. And so now we've got Apple, we've got other companies here that are setting up chip factories in the United States because they see what's coming. And so that's another thing too is, you know, if you were a legislator, wouldn't you think that you would want to pay attention to what the businesses are doing in your state to get an idea of the economic trends? Hmm. Anyway, though, so we are bringing back manufacturing quietly, surreptitiously, because uh, they don't want any heat from it in terms of the, you know, the uh, tranny climate activists uh, going crazy and, and uh, yelling at them and all this kind of thing, right? 
but in any event, so uh, we are making moves. The world is changing. Those people that are realistic and, and seeing things in a realistic fashion are uh, altering their behavior and making moves now to respond to the world changing. But our legislature and these kind of people, the normies, are captured in this vision that uh, the vision is holding. It's just not reflecting reality at all, ever. It was, it was always deviant from reality because that was the design. The design is you get into power, then you come up with a, um, a paradigm, a new narrative that uh, creates a paradigm, and then you move everybody over to that paradigm and, and make it real. It'll always be fragile. Uh, it'll always be prone to failure. Uh, it'll never last more than the uh, lifespan of the currency. That's why the Soviet Union collapsed and at 72 years uh, going, on, going on as a functioning unit. Was because of the currency dying, uh, so it's limited. But you can do it, right? You could create communist America, and it'd probably be divided and this kind of thing. But and you can maybe keep it going for fifty, sixty years. It's going to be real rough. I don't know why they would want to. The amount of effort for the return is really small. But I'm not into, you know, I'm not addicted to power, so so I'm not fed by whatever drives them. In any event, though. The collapsing of the banks, ongoing now, uh, the impact of the uh, credit situation globally and its effect on all trade and activity uh, is going to be so severe that it will, fundamentally, I think, it will destroy the political system we have now. Uh, so they won't, the Act Blue won't be able to launder money. Uh, from overseas accounts and the amount of, you know, 70,000 transactions and donations from a single individual, all less than $2, right? So they won't be able to do that kind of shit because of the breakdown of all of the systems that, that are involved in the economics here. And so over this summer, the a lot of the um, election interference by uh, money laundering and by... Um, illegal campaign donations and that kind of stuff is going to drop off simply because of the economics themselves, of the economic system itself going through such a terrible time and breaking down. And we won't have the people to have the money to do the donations, even at small amounts that would then trigger the ability to use that name as a... um, uh, an entree into an automated system, nor would they be able to have the automated system because a lot of that's going to be breaking down because we won't be doing these kind of electronic transfers from overseas as as we are no longer dealing in the dollars, right? And so it'll be the, the destruction of the dollar as a system that will take down the most of our political structure now. So I expect the Democratic Party is going to disappear from all of the crimes and everything. They had this last shot, right? They had this last shot to turn communist and become a 100% dictator with Biden, and it just ain't working, right? None of their shit's pulling off. Um, The amount of the population that's with them is extremely small. They're having to spend all of their time trying to um, deal with their, their problems relative to information in the population now. So look at that. They're having to, you know, George Soros and, and Klaus Schwab are hiring 
thousands of people to, to work on the internet and do this to try and control the disinformation, right? Same thing is true with Biden, the CDC. They're putting all this money into connection with people for information control and stuff. And, you know, maybe this summer those people that will, uh, that they get those jobs, just like with the IRS agents, will say, fuck this. You know, why should I work for $135,000 a year? Uh, you know, 40 day, 40 hours a, a week under fluorescent lights doing this shit. Um, when that that money, that $140,000 a year, um, you know, uh, might keep you going for three or four months worth of food, right? But it isn't going to pay rent, isn't going to do any of these kind of things. And in, and in fact, uh, a lot of the structures will have broken down to the point where uh, you might be living in a um, an apartment building and the owner of the apartment building might go 100% broke and all the debt be called. And um, then everybody's in a world of hurt because the, um, the bank's going to try and take it over, but the bank will fail. Someone else will try and take it over. No one will be able to, you won't pay rent, but then at the same time, no one will be able to make, they won't be doing maintenance on the buildings. And, uh, you know, it's all going to go into a further downward spiral. Now, we're not at the end yet, right? So we're going to peek out on the emotionality uh, insofar as the forecast uh, in like the end of the first week in June. That should be approaching the peak in the emotions relative to the big ugly. Won't get any less, but it won't be getting any worse in terms of intensity, all right? It, it'll have duration and it'll continue for some time, but it, um, it won't be any... Uh, more intense of a uh, of a terrible time. It'll just be uh, continuing at that level. Uh, but it's going to be really nasty um, for years as we get into this depression. And I think it's really great because the depression is going to end up wiping out our um, the people that have uh, infiltrated and attempted to conquer us. It'll wipe out all the banks. It'll uh, wipe out the uh, World Economic Forum, uh, people are abandoning that, by the way, uh, like mad. They had less than 50% um, attendance in their last event. And you can see the worry on their faces, right? And they're not jolly fellows anymore. And um, it's going to be a really strange world. I, I'm just really looking forward to the uh, various uh, temporal markers uh, indicating uh, movement in uh, social population and the changes that can be expected. Because even the um, fierce tranny people, you know, they've got to have income. They've got to be able to go out and get food. And when the um, they, they have other needs, you know, even the homeless guys with their, what are all the homeless going to do when the EBT cards don't work anymore, when they uh, can't even get state offices to open up to give them EBT cards, that sort of thing, right? Because it's going to come to that. In fact, we're very close to that as it is. There we go. But in any event, so going to be really interesting summer. The economics have yet to hit us um, with even a quarter of what we're going to go through in terms of the emotional impact or um, the economic impact. So that's all pending. I think of this as a interesting time, a little bit of a, a bubble of respite, right? A, a bubble of 
uh, holding, a bubble of uh, a temporary uh, stay, so to speak, in the movement of the um, uh, body politic and the body economic uh, as the elements that propel us start coming undone. And so we can do things, right? You, you still have functioning grocery stores. You don't have to go and uh, get some silver weight out uh, by a money changer before going on in, that sort of thing. That may well come. You know, some stores in Venezuela, they've got a guy right by the door with a gun to keep you from stealing. And right across the way from him is another guy with a scale that will weigh your silver and, and give you the store credit to go and purchase the things you want. And that, that's coming to the U.S., <clears throat> this is going to, as you can see, this is going to change things uh, hugely, right? Um, it's going to be real interesting. Anyway, I've got to got to get moving, got to get stuff done here. So I'll do one of these uh, on a much more, hopefully, a much more engaging topic on the on the way back. Lots of chores today, though.